Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Yeah, it's very hard, especially guys for me, you know, want more film out there for the NFL scouts and stuff like that. But other than that, it is what it is. But we got to, we got to change that, you know. That's something we got to change here, deep inside here, you know. Like, it's a culture thing. Got to change it. Was that a culture moment in the program, just like some guys didn't want to play some didn't? Yeah, yeah. They didn't want to play. Some guys didn't want to play. Some guys opted out. Some guys, you know, so. But, hey, do, do what's best for them. But other than that. I mean, you got to put all things in perspective with Corona and how long and with no breaks, how long we've been working and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's still football. And at the end of the day, you should be wanting to get better each and every day. Even every opportunity you should want to take in to get better during that opportunity and maximizing your potential during that opportunity. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. We are almost two weeks through spring practice and a lot of interesting stuff this week. We talked to Mario Verdusco for the first time since early October. I think October 8th was the first time, last time he had talked to media. So uh, had some interesting uh, conversations with him. Quarterback Adrian Martinez here for the first time since the Rutgers game in, in uh, New Jersey that night. Uh, but you just heard Deontay Williams and Markel Desmuke, Nebraska's two six-year senior safeties, both fathers, both seasoned veterans that have been around the block, um, share some thoughts and perspective on that bowl game process. Just the way the 2020 season ended, um, it was definitely a split room with about wanting to play another football game. And obviously we know what happened. Um, they decided not to play in a bowl game, and that was not a unanimous decision. In fact, I think more guys wanted to play, but there were enough loud voices that did not want to play. And a lot of those guys aren't even here anymore in this program. Um, and you heard some of these older six-year seniors say it was very disappointing. It was a culture moment. And you get the sense, um, and Nate, you were over at Ty Robinson. He kind of said, you know, the culture's never been better because a lot of the guys that were – you know, that might have had their own personal agendas um, that, you know, didn't want to play because they wanted to be home for Christmas or didn't want to play because they weren't going to be the starters or, you know, didn't want to play because they wanted to get ready for the NFL a week longer, just different personal reasons that they didn't want to play in a bowl game. Um, a lot of that's gone, and, and you, you feel like this team has tried to move forward from really what was a low, low moment in Nebraska football this past December. Yeah, it really was. And it, Ty, Ty basically said, you know, he – he was, yeah, he was happy to see his family, but he much re- would have rather seen his family, you know, at a bowl game destination than than going home uh, to to Arizona to see his family over the holidays. So, uh, but and he and he said, you know, the the culture is finally to where they've been saying it's it's was supposed to be from the beginning. Is as I think is how he phrased it, and um, you know, and it's kind of I think spelling it out pretty clear that hey you know the some of the some of the people that were kind of holding that culture back are are no longer a part of the program well and it lines up with you know some of the the rumors we'd heard shortly after the season that there was a pretty fractured disconnect there between the the players themselves where you had guys that just had their own priorities and clearly uh, had uh, other things they were focusing on as opposed to you know the playing one more 
game with their team and going to a bowl game. And, you know, when I guess there's something to be said, if you got guys that are that kind of checked out, you know, maybe going to a bowl game isn't a great idea, but clearly there were a lot of guys that felt very differently about that opportunity. And, um, you know, maybe that can kind of be one of those, you know, come to Jesus moments where, you know, you kind of look at yourself and say, you know, what are we doing here? What's our goal? And if everybody's pulling the rope the same way, it's amazing how far that can take you. And now uh, Kate Warner, a captain a year ago, is now at Kansas State. Matt Farniak could have come back another year, um, went to the NFL. He was a captain. And, you know, I think some of these offensive captains, Luke McCaffrey was, you know, he, you know, Adrian Martinez may not have been able to play in a bowl game and McCaffrey could have played, but he was opting out. He knew he was going to leave. He didn't want to play. And, and that Wandale. was Wandell obviously knew he yep. was leaving town. So it really put things in a tough perspective. Uh, moving forward here now to what we've seen over two weeks. Big news this week out of practice. Marquis Stepp injures his foot, and this kind of adds to a list of injuries that goes back to his junior year of high school. He's had hamstring. He's had a concussion. He's had a foot, an ankle. Um, multiple injuries, and this one really raises another red flag on Step. His durability, he's out for the spring. He's going to have surgery. Um, Scott Frost said that he should be back um, for summer training here, so we'll see where that goes. But it's an early red flag, and I'll tell you what, that running back room, Ramir Johnson wasn't practicing right now. Um, I didn't see Ronald Tompkins at all. I didn't see Sevion Morrison. Um, so it, it, a lot of questions for me right now with running back here early in the spring. Well, and it's especially big question mark now because Step was the one guy I think we all just assumed was going to be your number one, you know, your your workhorse guy. And then it was the the, the question after that was who was going to fill out the rest of the rotation. Well, you know, now we'll see on that. We'll see what happens when you got a guy that already had a pretty lengthy injury history that's already you know going to sit out the spring uh, with a, with a new injury. I mean, that's that's definitely a cause for concern. And now. Uh, you got to take a much closer look at the rest of that running back room and see who is going to step up and become the type of running back that Nebraska needs, the one that they can give the ball you know, 20, 25 times and, and run between the tackles and be able to hold up over the course of the season uh, in the Big Ten. They haven't had that guy in, in a long time. And, you know, until they do, the running back is kind of going to be stuck in neutral or the running game is going to be stuck in neutral a little bit. And um, I think that this, this step news, while they don't seem, you know, overly concerned about it, I would probably put it in the in the back burner there as something to keep a very close eye on over the course of the offseason. I, I think it's worth definitely keeping a close eye on. I, you That was one position I think we all agreed that needed um, to, to answer some questions this spring. And, and, you know, now I'm not saying that they aren't going to be able to answer any questions, but I, I think that a week, week and a half into things, you're you're asking more than, than anything has even been remotely answered. So, um, you know, maybe – Maybe a newcomer like Gabe Irvin is is somebody that can that can go ahead and take a hold of that uh, while Step is out. But I mean, it, it's just it, to me, it's it's kind of fascinating how uh, the the narrative went from uh, Ryan Held having for the first time in his career since he's been in Nebraska, uh, his entire running back group. Uh, you know, healthy and, and on campus for spring football, and all of a sudden from Monday to Wednesday, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we go we go and watch things on Wednesday, and like three quarters of the room is is either not there or not in pads practicing. So I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of questions there, and uh, there's probably no other position on the team that's got more questions than running back. Right and now. brings me to my next topic here: Omar Manning in street clothes again. Um, it's my understanding I uh, didn't practice Monday either. So that's another one we'll keep watching. Um, 
I think we've all said, you know, the biggest key is can he practice all 15 times? Well, we know that's not going to happen. And, you know, whatever he's been dealing with since last year, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, it's personal, um, you know, it's clearly not all the way fixed, whatever's going on there. And um, that was a concern for me seeing no Omar Manning out there for Nebraska. I mean, for me, I'm to the point where until he's actually on the field and I can see him play and he's playing meaningful snaps or reps and practice, whatever it may be, I mean, it's hard to even consider him a factor in the receiver rotation right now just because he's just kind of been this unicorn for the last two years that, you know, he's this great talent, but he just can't stay on the field for whatever reason. And, you know, obviously those reasons are still kind of lingering issues right now that, you know, I guess kind of until those get cleared up, it's just hard to consider him a, a viable option at receiver right now. And it seems like they feel pretty good about the receiver depth they have coming up. Uh, but, you know, with, as far as Omar Manny's concerned, I need to see it before I believe it. And Nate, some six-year seniors not practicing right now either. Will Honus has got a growing injury. JoJo Doman, I believe, had a wrist-type cleanup injury done. And Ben Stilley had an offseason surgery. So, you know, three guys that are pretty much 24-year-old type players. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be too alarmed. They're not practicing right now. No, they, they've been in the system a long time. They, they've they been through many spring football uh, camps. And, and, you know, I don't know if, if any of those guys necessarily needed the extra reps or anything. So, and, and honestly, it's probably one of those deals where had they been perfectly healthy, they, they may not have gotten a ton of reps anyway. I, I think it's good for some of these younger guys to be able to get in there and get some reps. So, obviously, you want everyone healthy, but – um, you know, I don't know if it's all that concerning that these guys are out right now. All right, we're going to talk offense. We're going to talk Adrian Martinez and Mario Verduzco and much more next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.